everything we we talked about was about kind of men's shoes, but I, I'm kind of curious in all these videos that you've you've talked about um, shoe care and, and shoe wear and you know taking care of your feet and you know avoiding moisture and all that. I, I'm kind of curious how, how much. Well, well, one, how different is ladies' footwear from from men's footwear? Maybe we'll just start from there. And and and, and um, what what is your knowledge of ladies' footwear? I mean, is this uh, should I just <laughs> like leave that as the as the question because it's not? Um, well, I, it's 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 a I would say it's a, I'm a lot more limited in it. I mean, I've been to women's factories um, in different countries and looked at processes and things like that their women's shoes are um, i think because women buy so many more shoes than men do i think the last time i saw any kind of factoid about that i, I thought it was like for every four i'm in the wrong business right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all in the wrong business yes for every uh, uh, pair of men's shoes that we buy they buy four or five pairs kind of a you know, average out, I guess, sort of thing like that. Um, and women are a little more, um, let's say, um, diverse in their, in their offerings with respect to uh, what they can wear, when they can wear, and things like that. Um, you know, guy kind of wants a basic pair of shoes. But the, the, the actual making of women's shoes itself is um, mostly – you know, when you're not dealing in, um, you know, handmade shoes, which is pretty much factory, whether it's, you know, Ferragamo or Louboutin or some of the major designers, most of them, or a lot of them are making it, their product in Italy, and I've seen them, seen them being made. It's mostly cement processes, and it's mostly uh, the, the, the tricky stuff is usually uh, the uppers, with respect to patterns and how delicate you can make it and how sort of soft you can make it because there's usually if there's slip on shoes or pumps uh, for evening wear or, or, or work or things of that nature, there's, uh, you know, some detailing to, to obviously make it a little more delicate, a little lighter, but there is the the process of making them start to finish is is mostly adhesives, uh, mostly bonding parts together very quickly uh, with heat, uh, some adhesives, uh, and um, you know, I mean, there we're talking when you go in some of these factories, uh, say who make the Labaton shoes. You, I mean, you just see racks and racks and racks of red sole shoes uh, that which is one of his you know signature Signatures, right. things about his product so the, once the patterns are are figured and, and put into the uh, computer system those things are all cut out pretty much uh, by lasers and whatnot so some of the some of the more delicate areas of the shoe that need some very fine stitching or careful stitching. Some of it's done in what they call pallet stitchers, which which it's kind of hard to imagine, but the 
the leather part, the top part of the shoe before it's assembled is just laid into an aluminum pallet and a machine has con control by a computer and it'll just stitch the whole top where it needs to be stitched without anybody actually sitting at a sewing machine. Wow, and, um, that is wild. And it's done very, very quickly. But when you're talking about making hundreds of pairs a day of these things, it and and the accuracy of some of these pallet stitchers is pretty amazing. So the, these things are, are, are highly automated. Uh, and that's why these designers go back to these factories because they can pump these things out consistently and uh, fairly quickly because once upon a time when fashion was had a kind of a longer shelf life to it uh, today's fashion world they're they're saying in some respects that the turnaround time for trends is six to eight weeks anymore um, thanks to you know some of these big box places that um, started to invading our shores several years ago so the faster they can get these things out and the more precision they can have with the machinery and getting all the stitching just right and getting the buckle placements right or the ornamentation, it's, uh, as I said, it's highly automated. And sometimes, most of the time, they get, I would say, probably 99.8% of them are spot on, nicely detailed, stitched in the box, wrapping tissue, whatever. Uh, but there's, a, you know, there's always that one or two that kind of um, yeah, see Mark has miss, the, miss the boat, so to speak. And then, then there's always that issue of, um, would say, especially in the designer field, some of these high, high heels that they make for women, the, the actual heel part itself that balances the back of your foot or gives you the height that you want. Uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, miscalculation, I would say, when it comes to some of these things, because all of these different components that are used, whether it's the outsoles, the insoles, uh, the actual heel block itself, uh, th those things are all outsourced to different parts of the industry. The factories just get all these things in and assemble it uh, based on the criteria that's needed for putting them together and consequently the, the the worst thing that usually happens is that the heel blocks that they use uh, are mismatched to the shape of the shoe and the pitch between the heel and the ball of the shoe when you step down it gets a little technical and you get what happens is that the actual heel itself the block will sometimes just snap because there's the they're, they're so thin and they're so delicate they they can have weak spots in them because they're basically just uh, plastic heel blocks that are wrapped in a particular color of leather or whatever so there's a lot of um, not a lot of issues but you the, the, when you have a product failure it usually winds up with uh, you know somebody who's got one of these nosebleed <laughs> height pair of uh, 
designer shoes and uh, you know they're walking along and all of a sudden the back of the heel just gives out and, and breaks and practically snaps in half which can be obviously very dangerous but those are the kinds of things that are where the high fashion heels tend to have uh, mishaps i would say mm-hmm. but the the process itself as i said from pretty much from design concept all the way through the making process highly highly automated and are you saying specifically ladies footwear or is that also applicable to men's well some of the men's can be that way as well i'm just talking sort of um the women's fashion stuff i mean even the stuff that maybe is not that fashion but because there's very little uh, stitching of bottoms on to shoes like there is on men's shoes the the I process see. of of making up i would say a, a a shoe whether it's a man or a woman's shoe just with adhesives uh, as i said they can pump those out by the hundreds a day i see so okay well um i i i guess what are your thoughts outside the of the factory setting like i guess i've spoken with um with pattern makers and whatnot and they say oh uh, and not not for shoes, but for other like for pants, garments. They say, "Oh, women's that's completely completely different pattern. You know, you, mm-hmm. don't 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 mix them up." <laughs> um, so, so I'm I'm curious, you know, outside the factory setting, but just you know, in general, um, what's important for men's, I guess, shoes is well, I, I guess is more um, your your personal preference. The balance, the the quality of the materials, maybe the the stitching and how tight that is, or uh, I mean, think, uh, and how to take care of them. Um, we've kind of talked about you know avoid moisture, um, um, shoe trees, uh, keep the shape and polishing and all that. I, I'm curious, is it like how much of everything we said before is applicable to to ladies' footwear? And you know, um, maybe you want to point like, oh, th- I don't know. Your, you know, your foot health, that's equally important, obviously, because, well, I mean, I'm guessing, but I mean, and, and maybe what isn't, I, I'm not sure if I'm, 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 I'm uh, uh, no, I know, I, I, I know where you're going with it. I believe I do anyway, but it, it sort of harkens back to what we spoke about one of our previous chats that, you know, women who are young and they're, they're like out trying to conquer the world and doing their thing and hanging out with their gal pals on the weekends and trying to look pretty and sassy and all that stuff. They want to, you know, they want to look hip and ready to go and all that other stuff. But, but, you know, eventually the, you know, if you're wearing high heels uh, when you're young, at some point it's going to catch up with you. Now, granted in the corporate world, secretaries that I've spoken to or just office people or other female executives. I mean, they have to dress smartly, obviously, but they're not getting killer heights on uh, their pumps if they're wearing pumps. So fortunately there's something for everyone out there, but the same thing with when you're wearing really high, high heels and you've got all that weight being pitched forward into the ball of your foot, it can really, as I said, 
when you get to a certain age, I don't know what that age might be, but it can catch up with you and really do some damage to your feet, whether it's bunions or neuromas or uh, just kind of getting toes that are, you know, get, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think what the, there's a term for it, but the, they kind of get locked up or hammer toe kind of situations like that. And it becomes very problematic after a certain age of finding footwear that actually works. And I have made shoes for women of, uh, for that exact reason. When I do make women's shoes is they can't find anything off the rack because they didn't take care of their feet when they were coming up through the ranks and they need a certain type of making that's going to accommodate various fit issues. Usually it's, usually it's bunions either on the inside or the outside or hammer toes. So uh, the back of their feet haven't changed at all because that's really kind of the non-moving parts. So um, this is something, as I said, that goes back and, can be the same thing for anybody. If you've got a shoe and it doesn't fit you properly and you're struggling each day while you're on your feet and in in the work world or whatever you're doing and just because you think you're supposed to have this kind of shoe on, it's going to catch up to you at some point. So there's got to be some sense and sensibility about choices. and materials and things of that nature. So, so um, I, I don't know if we ever touched on this, but I guess your body will tell you if it's like, it, if there's a problem with what you're wearing. It, I mean, is that kind of the... Um, Pretty much, especially it, your feet, because yeah. it's it's you've got all these very tiny, delicate bones in the fore part of your, of your feet. The, you know, the back part, not so much. Um, I mean, you've experienced a little bit of a different situation because of... Um, what's occurring <laughs> right but generally speaking the you know, you know the, the part forward of your of your metatarsals and tarsals and tarsus or all of that other stuff that's that's where it gets to be a bit of a slippery slope so uh, it, it's just generally wise that yeah if if your feet are start to really be barking at you and you're starting to have some pain issues halfway through your work day or whatever it is that you're doing, running around, doing, doing errands or whatever. Pretty good sign that you've got to, um, you know, take a break and uh, reset yourself, get your feet up, soak them, whatever you need to do. But it, it happens to, to a lot of people and, and some people too, just by very the nature of uh, their DNA, they can inherit certain things like that. I've got uh, inherited bunions from uh, my mother's side of uh, her family. So some things you can help, some things you can't. So as I said, it's really kind of one of those things where if your feet are really starting to bother you, then you've got to got to rethink your your options moving forward. Mm. Okay. No, and I think that's good to, to share because it's one of those things like, oh, you know, like, oh, it's just, I don't know. One of those things, I guess, you just think, there's really nothing I can do about it. I should just ignore it and 
I don't know. It's easier always to, to try to ignore a problem than I guess trying to 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 you know consider it a problem, consider it something serious, and and, and move on. Right. Or and, and trying to you know move on to get right. a solution or develop a solution or think about it. Yeah. It's easy to ignore things, especially if they don't seem at the like short term. The end of the well, world. Well, as I said, it you know it can it can happen to to you. Know, to, to both genders, uh, you, you know, your feet are hurting you. You've you've been walking around an office and up and down the hall and back and forth, going to meetings or whatever. And all of a sudden, it's like midday. It's like, oh crap, Almighty, my feet are killing me. You go into your office, you kick your shoes off for a little while, and it's oh, it feels so much better. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, you know, at some point, it, it as I said, it's 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 telling you something, and. Um, you know, that's why I think so many people are just um, happy to have trainers on their feet. You know, they, I mean, it's not, as I said, necessarily appropriate office wear, but I guess depending on what office you work in these days, because uh, it seems like, uh, especially in the tech sector, it's almost, I wouldn't say anything goes, but... certain about that. Anything kind of goes sort of thing. Yeah. It's... Uh, you know, if you've got that uh, standard bearer look <laughs> about a, a you know a tech a tech person, so um, yeah. But it's like anything else. Uh, you, you know, when your when your body's hurting and it needs attention, it usually starts starts letting you know at some point along the way, and you you, you know you've just got to pay attention to those signs and. Mm -hmm. You know, the the thing of it is, it's with feet. You know, when you're young and you're 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 all full of, as they say, piss and vinegar, and you just want to go 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 and, and charge ahead and charge ahead. That's it, fine. But as I said, at some point, uh, your feet can get so damaged, and, and to the point where, you know, even maybe in, you know, by the time you're in your forties. Uh, you're you're really having problems of you know, finding proper footwear that's going to fit because of, of things that are going on with your feet. So it's just like anything else. You, your your shoulder blade starts to hurt from something you're doing at work. You know, then you've got to figure out something else, different posture, whatever. I don't know. Right. So, well, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to belabor the point. But it's it's. That, that's okay. There. We can edit it out. <laughs> we <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm um, I, I think it's good that you know the mention you mentioned because I mean, it's one of those. I mean, you know, maybe not everyone um, really, really thinks about. It. I know I didn't. I mean, I, mean, I hate to sidetrack, but um, n now that I'm working from home all the time um, and not traveling, doing my normal day job, um, the bed. Uh, I use that in quotations. I was sleeping on at home. Um, I, I realized I think was kind of giving me some back issues. And I mean, I've been working from home for like eight months now. And so it only recently occurred to me like, hey, maybe there's something I can do about it, you know, as opposed to, oh, well, I'm just going to ignore it and, and, <laughs> and you know, continue right. huh? living yeah. my life. Yeah. And after I got this new mattress, I think I mentioned in one or two episodes ago, I haven't had back pain and it's like, wow, I should have done this so much sooner. And like, I didn't, I mean, I should have known my body was telling me there's a problem, but I guess it, there's something about just ignoring things that, I don't know. It, it It's, you just don't really want to think about problems or having another problem on your plate 
um, of you know millions of problems you have to deal with well, already. It, no, so, it's, listen, we all do it. Uh, it's it, it's there, as I said, but it, 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 when it starts to become chronic, then you have to start to perk your ears up and say, hey, no, you gotta you gotta take care of things. So mm -hmm. it's yeah. sometimes it's a simple thing, but it's uh, you know it makes a difference. And I guess a, a couple of quick questions, um, you know, for, for any viewer or listeners that um, were wondering, are you still, you know, taking, I guess, bespoke orders for, for women? Is that, because I know yes, you mentioned I, one point. I, I do do it. I, as I said, it's got to be the right kind of situation because I can't, I mean, I don't make orthopedic shoes. And a lot of people ask me if, you know, oh, I may all have a, a, my wife's diabetic or I, I, I can't, I don't get into that. Um, I do some basic women's dress shoes. I can do some, some low heel pumps. I can do some, um, sort of, um, sort of, what am I trying to say here? I can make shoes that are lace ups, like a, a woman's Oxford. Uh, or a woman's little boot, something like that. Uh, that you know, again, low heels. I don't have, uh, not that I couldn't get them, but um, I'm very limited in what I do with respect to women's footwear. Mm. Okay. I mean, are are there many? Well, do you, would you also call someone who makes women's footwear like hand handmade custom? Uh, custom? Would you also call that bespoke, or is that really limited to men's? Um, stuff like bespoke no, shoes. It, no, it, no. Oh. Okay, no, they're also no. called bespoke shoemakers if they make. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. right. I'm, I'm kind yeah, of yeah. curious. Yeah, something that's made by hand and and ordered to your specifications is what I would consider bespoke. Okay. Well, I, I guess I was thinking like because don't aren't there like two different names for hat makers if they make it for like men's and one if they make it for women's? I feel like. That was a thing, but you know, whatever. I, that's a different subject. Um, okay, good, good to know. That's um, I. It could very well be, I'm, but I'm not familiar with it. Okay. I mean, okay. I, I have I have an answer for you, but it's not <laughs> something I could say on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, um, back back to the bespoke. So I'm glad you provided your your input on on ladies footwear. So, uh, I guess if there are any female listeners you know some of the stuff we were saying is still applicable to you so hopefully you didn't especially tune out. if you have a good looking sister <laughs> um <laughs> so anyway i um back to the bespoke stuff I, I guess i figured i i wanted to get your opinions on on a couple things and you don't necessarily have to go too detailed if well i mean feel free to go as detailed as you want because um you know it's always it's always interesting to I think and useful to get a real expert's opinion on the internet as opposed to you know ninety nine percent of people who who aren't and they share their opinion um, so actually go go as deep as you want um, I, I want to ask you about I guess a couple I don't know, I guess shoe leathers that um, okay I mean I, I'm not really in tune with what's super popular these days but these are like the you know unique ones that kind of come up. Um, in my readings, museum calf. Are you familiar with that? Um, yes, yes. Okay. Well, yeah, we call it, well museo. Yes. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. um, I guess what would your? I mean, I probably. Sh I guess I should put a picture uh, when we get to this part of the video. But how, how would you describe it? And I mean, what is? I mean, and, and I guess I would could say you talk it, about it. And and what is your opinion yeah, on it? Well, it's 
Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I would say it, it's not everybody's. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Uh, I think in the number of years. I mean, I came across it years ago um, with a leather house in um, in one of the shoe districts in Italy that I go to, uh, and it's uh, the one. I actually bought some of it. Um, it's from Annonay Tannery in France. Uh, I would say, I in the, in the early days of of Museo, there, I mean, there might have been more colorations of it. But as I said, it, it's it's interesting, um, and I think as I alluded to. Yeah, maybe two, maybe three pairs of shoes in the last, I don't know how many years since I had it around in my workshop that I've actually made some shoes for uh, individuals. But as I said, it's, uh, it's, it's a little out of the box, I guess is the best I can say. I mean, it's fine leather. It's nothing wrong with it. It's just a little different. That's okay. All. And, and I mean, I'm going to try to put a photo um, on the video, but I guess okay, it, it's like, um, I don't know. How would you how, discolor? It is not the right word. It's like um, and it's not spotted. It's it's. I don't know how no, would you it's, describe it's it. It's kind of it's it's washed with highlights and lowlights. Okay. And I I think in some respects, if you've ever seen some of the um, backdrop, sometimes that um, photographers use for photo shoots and things like that certain types of canvas materials and things where the it's washed to kind of give it a sort of an antique kind of look where there's highlights and low lights and streaks and things of that just kind of look old i guess is was but i, I guess uh, it makes it look a little more oh I'm not sure three-dimensional is the right word, but but yes, less flat, right? You know, like a like a solid Correct. black shoe is well, it looks solid black. I mean, yeah, but I guess that you right. know, like the, the, what yeah. we're talking about, like it gives it a little more mm -hmm. depth than and what I so yeah yeah it's, okay yeah it but it's kind of marbleized right that right maybe is yes. another word to yeah. to use when describing uh, Moselle. and it's as I said it it's. Nice leather is nothing wrong with it. It's just a little different, and not okay. everybody, I would say, is going to gravitate to that. Uh, when I do show it to customers or potential customers, uh, they say, "Well, that's interesting. It's a little different, uh, okay. but it's not my cup of tea." Okay. So that's that's what I can tell you about Museo. Okay. Well, I I mean, one thing. I mean, is it true that well? I don't know how much you you know about it, but like I think I read that John Lobb he like developed it or whatever they had like proprietary I don't know information developer or, or something 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 about John Lobb and 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 his calf is that does that ring any bells or no not it, really it's yeah you know knowing them and and their their quest to <laughs> kind of dominate all things leather. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't be surprised that they may have commissioned somebody to come up with something uh, a little, as I said, out of the box, a little more unique. Whatnot. Uh -huh. So uh, I mean, don't know that I've actually seen anything other than shoes made from it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, or I guess I was hinting at 
that that they were the first two, but I, you know, then maybe that's an urban legend or something. I, I don't know. Well, they may be because they own they own the, uh, at least the Hermes Group. Um, you know, they own the two big tanneries in um, in France. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if this was going. I mean, when you met, when you laughed. Wait, did you laugh? I assumed you laughed. <laughs> Maybe it was my head playing tricks on me. Um, when, when I said John Lobb, um, it, it almost seemed like you were like nefarious thoughts were, were coming into your head or whatever about. Oh I mean, no, that, it's just it's like anything else. With some of these uh, big fashion houses, they want to uh, control the supply chain. Uh-huh. So if they come up with something that is unique or different, or whatnot, they get first dibs. It's just like one of the big. Uh, tanneries like for, or something. for um, right. It's like what Laura Piano did with uh, Vicuna years ago. So same principle. Uh, okay. So when you control the supply chain, you can have sort of corner the market on a specific product or a specific look, and then it kind of filters down into the mainstream and whatnot. So yeah. Okay. Well, I I, I guess I mean it, I'm, I was kind of curious based on my presumption that you know you felt something about john love like i'm I'm, do they have a particular reputation in in the shoe industry like you know for someone that's really in the shoe industry do they have a particular reputation of i don't know anything no no, no, (laughs) i um other than just being big and big big and 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 as i said kind of in the process of not in the process but they have been over the years like anything else as i said they're trying to buy different leather houses tanneries things where they can get first dibs of things or to be able to preserve skins and just have them waiting until they're ready to use them and a particular color palette that they want and you know they have uh, as i said uh, first right of refusal on on things and Whatever's left over, uh, you know, can kind of get sold off uh, uh-huh. to other people. So I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, uh, then I guess the next one, which, um, I mean, I guess it's kind of a few years old, but it, it was that Russian reindeer. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah that that right. stuff from which, from uh, the Metro Katerina, I think the the ship was yeah, that it, sunk in Plymouth uh, Harbor. Yeah. Right, and I guess for for listeners who who aren't aware it was you know this this ship from you know 200 something years ago or it was a very long time ago had correct i guess gone was in a storm and sunk and um some shipwreck explorers you know whatever they're called they they were exploring and they found the ship and uh, among some of the cargo was this uh hides, wet, hides of russian reindeer yeah right and, and i guess it, it just so happened to be so well preserved like it was under um, I don't know if it was dirt or it in was the, under well something. in the salt water. It was right. yeah, it was, it was like it in the was mud in, or something, and, right? Yeah. And it was preserved to some degree. I think they did treat it uh, when they finally pulled out right. the skins. But yeah, that's so. Yeah, that has that's thing of of sort of shoe lore, I guess. Right, and, and I guess you know it's like oh, so what? But I guess the the one thing was that this was something that. Um, was like a special technique or whatnot that was done in Russia a very long time ago. And, and like very secretive kind of technique that is lost and that no one knows how to replicate. Um, but we have the leather that 
was found in a shipwreck. So mm-hmm. Yes. Kind yep. of, you know, lost history almost, but, but now rediscovered. Um, and I don't know if anyone's trying to like reverse engineer how it's done, but I, I it just seems like it, it, it's been lost, but somehow we, we have um, a couple remnants from, from the past um, in circulation. But, but I guess, you know, what, you know, I guess when it was initially found, um, they had mentioned like, well, "Oh, this think, is really they limited." You didn't think anything? They probably just thought, "Oh, Christ, what the hell are we going to do with this stuff?" Well, well, yeah, maybe it's all marketing because you know that's in right. industries like anything else, marketing. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, and the other aspect I was, uh, um, you know, told was like, "Oh, it was very limited," and you know, yada yada yada. Well, and that mm-hmm. was a couple of years ago, but and I think they said, "Oh, we only have like one or two retailers who who we give this to and and only they can make it or, or whatever it, it, it seemed they, they made it seem in in my head more limited than it was because you know i think it's been like a decade or something since mm-hmm. and you can still i think still find the leather, or maybe they they made replica leather I don't, i'm not really sure but i mean it one as far as i know it, 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 it's all, it's all spoken for whatever whatever so whoever's got any of it that oh, I, so, I think from what I understand it's, so, it might be not available sort of NA I mean unless you I guess unless you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody really thing like that okay that. because I guess the joke is that I mean that's my understanding of it I, I but don't quote me on it I'm oh, not okay. that well you're, you're probably closer to it than than many other folks so okay so so maybe it isn't necessarily a, just a running joke that they can just always make more because that it always seems like someone has it, but okay, no, no, no. Good, good to know. But I guess, um, any any thoughts on the litter? Have you have you used it to to make shoes? And you know, yes, is I it have. is it like actually as nice as it seems? Is it? Yeah, it's like it's, marketing it's mostly, it's, or it's it's you know, it's certainly different. I think because like anything else, it, there was a limited amount of it. It was very tightly controlled by a particular individual. Somebody had given me their name years ago, and I can't remember who who it is now. Or, uh, well, I think but it was actually rate. like the you know Prince Charles or whatever. He's like he because you know those English divers or English cargo or whatever. You know he he maybe like he gets maybe, his name maybe on it. Maybe I as I said I don't I don't know all the history around who actually got first dibs on it, second dibs, whatever. But it was kind of one of those things where yes, you had to have some connection to <laughs> to get it so it's uh it was uh, i don't know maybe that kind of typical uh, uh part of the, the what is it uh I'm trying to think of that uh story the about the, the, the secret society or the or the, or the you know the ring like that uh, golem golem was trying to uh Knights trying, of the to, Templar. trying to grab <laughs> yeah something like that yeah maybe but anyway, so yeah, so it's it's it, as I said, I don't know whether it's still even in circulation anymore. Um, but that's yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things. As I said, somebody certainly built some mystique around it and some mysteries that you know always kind of makes you know when you can't get something very readily, it always makes it more desirable sort yes. of thing. So uh, yeah. that's. That's what I can tell you about that. Okay. Well, and, and I felt like, you know, that that was, in my opinion, when, like, the fashion bloggers and, and whatnot were, were really, like, 
uh, kind of the go-to place to to hear about things um because this was like, mm-hmm. like a decade ago so i felt like you know i don't know how but they seem like every blogger was blogging about that when they found it and it was just kind of a big like yeah. it, it seemed yeah. like underground because oh you were in the know because it was like not on the news it was like on a blog and you know yeah. only people really yeah. in the know would have read these blogs and, and found it so it, it seemed like i don't know if that was their plan but the way they spread the word of it was mm. I don't know kind of well done for the audience because you know yeah. it, it was I'm not sure if it's a collector yeah. mindset but it was I mean I don't know, or it was just that mindset of like oh it's like you said rare and yeah. like it, it's not something yeah. that everyone's going to offer it's like you have to ask the, you have to say the secret password to be able to see it and 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 know of it and be able to actually have it like no one's just gonna I don't know yes well I I do remember many years ago that I was contacted by a gentleman. I don't know where exactly where it was. I'm going to say it might have been out west, but he had been commissioned to um, restore the boots that belonged to Abraham Lincoln. The, the, the I don't know whatever it's the I don't know the Library of Congress or the Smithsonian or somebody contacted him and they had they had a pair of the boots that that. Lincoln wore at some point during his presidency and he was asking me about the fact that there was a um a part of the boot that he said it looks like Russian reindeer to me he said it's got that those markings on it it's got that sort of textured brownish color and I said I don't think it would have been the Russian reindeer so simply because if the Brits had it in their possession by that time, which I don't know, 1864. I'm not exactly sure when this, but anyway, I I said I had a feeling that it might have been a French knockoff, um, simply because we had better relationships with uh, France at some point uh, than perhaps the English. So, consequently, uh, I I don't know. It, it's it's just. You know something that's, as I said, the the lore of it. Because, it, 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 as I said, even this guy who called me and was telling me about the the this these pieces that were on the boots uh, recognized it as the possibility of being that. But uh, so it, it's as I said. It, it's got it, it's definitely got its uh, its lore about it and you know maybe it'll hang around for another several decades who knows maybe it'll finally uh you know vanish into the into the wilds of <laughs> of shoe lore who well, knows yeah well you know what they say is like when the legend becomes fact print the legend so <laughs> it's, it's yeah, one of those okay. things we'll see yeah. um yeah, okay i guess um uh, Man, you, you said something which oh okay um i don't know how much more time you have but i i guess you know people always like really digestible um oh, sound bites and and all that I mean, you don't have to, i mean you don't necessarily have to make them that small but um I, i'm i want to kind of like do a kind of rapid fire um about you know the the work that the, the shoes that you've made in your in your lifetime um just mm-hmm. you know like well w- one I, I think about the fact that 
you know, the in in my head doing these interviews uh, or, or recordings with you, I I guess I come from like reading a lot of interviews and listening to a lot with uh, musicians. And of course, when you say, oh, I'm interviewing Prince or, you know, David Bowie, like you, you have an automatic association of, okay, 1999. And, you know, you, you know, the works that they've done. Um, but for you, maybe not so much because it's a different, it's a different medium. It's different, you know, I mean, yes, they can look at your website, but I, I'm kind of curious, has there been a shoe that you've made that people may like people have maybe have seen i, I mean I, I know it's shoes so maybe you know photographers never like really photograph shoes they kind of photograph the face but I, i'm kind of curious like is there any that people may have seen or i don't know anything I, like that i don't know that i i'm i can't really think of anything specifically that uh you know shoes are so out of out of not so much out of focus, but most of the time when they take pictures of people or, or right. whatever, they're they're more concentrating from the waist up than I think yes. than the waist down. I, you, know, I know. you know, unless you happen to be a porn star, perhaps. But <laughs> <laughs> consequently, I can't really say. I, I mean, the only thing I can say is that. The shoes I made for President Obama, I do remember seeing a couple of photos of him wearing them once upon a time. And I, but, you know, nobody would know that if they didn't know that, you know, just kind of looking at him in a photo in my my shoes or something. But no, there's nothing, nothing out there in, in, the public domain, so to speak, that when, you know, when they, when they see it, it's like, ah, that's so-and-so's, I can tell like, that's I, I, his yeah. shoe. That's it. No famous yeah. photographs. No, with, with I don't. Shoes. Just, I see. Well, I mean, it's, no, it's tough. No. like, it wouldn't be the subject of any famous photograph. It'd just be like incidental. Um, what, what's like, dang it. What's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, innocent bystander of a, in, in a okay. photograph. Right. So, um, Okay. Yeah. Well, well, do do you recall like the photographs or the you know the TV episode or whatever that Obama wore your shoes? Any any, any recollection like that? Where maybe YouTube algorithm uh, help us out I, here? I I remember seeing two photographs, stills, obviously, uh, and I don't know. I want to say one of them might have been when he was. I want to say maybe with Hamid Karzai. And, um, somewhere i don't know whether it was in washington or whether it was overseas um and i and i i thought the other one was maybe he was sitting at a desk or at not the resolute desk i don't think um but i remember he had his his feet up on a desk or maybe it was a chair i could again um and i you know i just recognized the shoes that's so, but nobody else would know. <laughs> okay, no, no, no worries. And I mean, I know that uh, I don't know if any listeners have like immediately had their ears perk up, but potentially that's a story we could we can always get to. I mean, I, I didn't necessarily want to bring it up before because I'm, I I feel like you probably have explained that story a million times. Uh-huh. <laughs> so well, I don't. I mean, people, you know, people always, you know, like to see the little, you know, letter I got from from him. Uh, him and he and Michelle, I should say, um, you know, thanking me and all of that. But other than that, yeah, nobody, nobody really 
it's it's more more of local lore, I would say. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of because I'm you know here kind of in my own little own little world. Oh, okay. Well, I, well, maybe we'll we'll get you a little more internet famous and and you can share with everyone. <laughs> well, I don't know if I <laughs> I don't know if I want that or not, but <laughs> it's a nice thought. <laughs> well. I, I, I'm trying my best here, but we'll, we shall see how, like, if there's just all of a sudden one day you get a flock of emails asking for, for shoes or, or whatnot. Um, okay. Well, well I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, I put an email out to uh, my uh, state senator here in Pennsylvania to see if he can't uh, uh, intercede on my behalf. I'd like to do a pair for uh, President-elect Biden uh, oh. when he gets out of his walking cast from slipping you, on the lawn playing with his dog so okay yeah because I, I okay I, you know i i don't follow so so much but i mean that that would be interesting and 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 the actually last night um you know my, my friend has a has a podcast of sorts and um i watched an old episode of his and he had mentioned dang it i can't remember the the, the term for the person but um councilman or, or something like apparently i mean he was talking for new york city i mean i okay. don't know how, how different it is for for doylestown but he had said like they're really approachable you just like call them up and they'll chat with you and and do i, mean, I can't remember who like it was like a local city I, it, for them it was to city get rid councilman of, yeah maybe it was councilman I, I can't remember the term but i mean I, I don't know how how many i mean there's probably a ton of different officials i guess but um so, something along those lines because in his um my friend's interview he was talking about how the the guest had gotten the cabaret laws uh repealed in new york city which is all about dancing and how you couldn't do that and like the police mm-hmm. come and you know arrest or raid you and you know because that was apparently you know laughably dancing was illegal mm-hmm. in, in new york city so um anyway okay but i, I don't know if you want to go that route and and see if you can get a phone call but i, I think maybe it was councilman I, I i'll have to check in and let you know but you know some local person like they're apparently super responsive and and like they they're actually very approachable so um but, right. but 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 yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good good I, I idea um you know we'll see how that how that goes um well again i, I want to try to make this rapid fire so feel free to um you know go you know I mean, well, we can always create a story for it in the next episode, but um, yeah, I think I think I probably need to need to kind of okay. shut it down for the night. So I got some things I got to get doing, and uh, we can pick this up. I'm trying to think. What's today? Uh, Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Do I have anything going on Thursday? Um, either maybe Thursday or Friday. I'm not sure. Tomorrow. Okay. Well, just let me. Friday. Just yeah. let me know, and I will be available both days. So okay, uh, whenever. All right, wasn't whenever sure you what your schedule's like. So, yep. but as of as of now, I I um, you know I uh, think I've got uh, kind of an open hour or thereabouts okay. on either of those two days. But I have to see how tomorrow goes. Uh, okay. To be certain. All right. Okay. Cool. Then we can pick this up next time. Excellent. Sounds good. I'm all for it. So I hope everything is working out okay the way you uh, had hoped. It, bet, bet, again, better than I hope. I never thought I would have, you know, five hours of recordings with, with you. So okay. um, we, we shall see what happens with any of the other guests, if they're already intimidated by the fact that you provide so much information or, or you know, 
now you've scared them off. Well, which you'll see. Well, hopefully not. I, I listen. I I know this. Uh, you know, it's not everybody you're going to run into uh, coming down the street that has uh, knowledge about shoes and shoemaking and to some degree feet and the relationships uh, between the two. So, uh, you know, it's, as I said, it's a, it's a little little off the beaten track, but uh, hopefully people will enjoy what they hear. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and you know, uh, the, I mean, occasionally I've shared with some folks and they've actually said they, they've enjoyed listening. So um, feel good, good about like what you've been sharing and what you've been saying, because I've gotten some positive feedback. So, um, well, that's I, good. I I'm glad, I'm glad that's right. happening for you. So yeah. that's 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 a good thing. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully, you know, I, I I think I mean I think I can do better, <laughs> but but um, I I assume like they they really like how informational you were. So. Um, All right. Well, good. Know. I hope I don't just give them too much inter- too much information because sometimes, as I said, this this trade craft, whatever you want to call it, it's 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 a little. It's a little out of the box, to say the least. So, uh, you know, not everybody's going to want to get into the minutia, so to speak. But uh, I'm going to try to keep it as simple as I can. Well, you're doing a good job, so I just want to let you know. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you're happy with everything uh, to to date. So we'll just kind of pick up and keep moving forward. Let's do it. Okay. All right, Philip. Well, listen, I'll I'll reach out to you some point tomorrow, um, maybe after my lunch, and see how things are unfolding for the uh, end of the day, and we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Perry. And we you're welcome, Philip. You have a good evening. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye.